still don't see him. Well, he has a little bit more time to get here, but... Well, I don't know if he's still around or not. They had that really important meeting. Man, that was close. Whoa. I know. I hear it at the last moment. Thanks for coming back in. Indeed. How are you, man? I was telling Donnie, I had finished my meeting. I had to meet with uh, upper level management. Yes. As part of my exit interview. And uh, and then I left, and I'd gotten all the way down the road, all the way down to the highway of my choosing, when I remembered... Oh, I got invasion. When you heard the yeah. signal. Yeah. And then you turned yeah, around. I turned around. Right here. Screeched it back this way. And my car's lost a little power because I got a leak in a vacuum hose right now. But, uh, okay. So it took me a little longer to get back here. Well, we're glad you're here. It's the first one of the year. We haven't done this in a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe since November is the last time we had you in. And we really appreciate you taking the time. I always love talking to you. First one of the new year, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and I'm glad you're here because we have celebrations around this radio station starting tomorrow. And tomorrow is officially the 30th birthday of the little ticket. And oh we have God, the, that's already here. And, <laughs> and we have the party on Friday, Gordon, Friday uh-huh. night at the House of Blues, where we're going to celebrate with the P1s. And this remarkable accomplishment, I don't think, should be taken lightly. And I think it is worthy of the celebration and all the talk that's going to happen the rest of this week because everyone's celebrating this radio station. And it's perfect that you're here because you've been here from you've been here from the beginning. And it's really cool to think about it because you look all over the nation and you look at all these radio stations and there are some stations that are formatted that won't last three years. And this has lasted 30 and it's still going. (laughs) And I always I don't think you ever get tired of talking about it, and I never get tired of hearing it, but just trying to get your mindset back to the first year or the first year and a half. And you guys have sheepishly always said, oh, we didn't think it was going to last. But that's actually 100% true, right? Oh, yeah. Like it was just kind of flying by the seat of your pants at this crazy-ass, all-sports, all-the-time, guy-talk format. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to believe that's 30. But you know, 30-year-olds are hot. 30-year-olds, that's a good good age. I know. Good age. Very very work out a bit, you know, keep it together, <laughs> right. a little bounce back. Uh, no, I mean, we didn't. I certainly didn't think I would last in it because of, you know, I still don't know about, about sports. And so I was just doing it as kind of a, a lark for a few months to uh, until I got together another band. Because my band had just broken up, and this came along, and I was like, "Okay, I'll be an intern over here." And because I like radio, and I think that'd be kind of fun. And that was your thought—you just <clears throat> thought this was between bands. Yeah. Okay, I never knew that about you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It was like, okay, well, you can go and do this and do some funny bits or something like that, and um, and just an intern, and you know, I, I mean, I didn't—I don't think I entered the payroll until April of that year. But on January twenty fourth of ninety four, I was an intern on Skip Bayless's morning show. And so I recorded some bits with, you know, with, uh, with the thought that, okay, these at least go out over the air. And how exciting is that to hear your recorded voice on, uh, you know, just something that's like Keith Richards, you're listening to Skip Bayless. 
I am Skip Bayless, a.k.a. Dr. Bay. <laughs> so, I mean, it was exciting. And the the radio station, just as a listener of radio, which I was a fan of radio, and listening to it, I knew the station had something because of George and Craig and, and Mike and Grego. They were just such entertaining personalities. And I could tell that, that Skip um, and Coop, they had sports cred. So, I mean, even though the X's and O's talk wasn't my favorite, I liked it when the guys would all goof around. I knew that they were on to some kind of energy, and they were tapping into an energy, and the market was just right, and the tickets stumbled onto the air. We were really underfunded, as it later turned out. We didn't know how bad the uh, the financials were behind the scenes, but it kept going, and, and we got bought within a year to another company, and it kept going and and i you know there's a article i think coming out in the dallas morning news and also the dallas observer observers tomorrow yeah the morning Uh, news i believe is going to be in the sunday edition okay yeah and uh i remember giving quotes to one of them is that i I knew that the station would be successful in some sense just after i heard the funny people that were on it but i had no idea and what was unforeseen is that we could keep it we could keep having as much fun as we did for as long as we did and that there would be, um, you know, someone who was willing to come in and sell the ad time that we could keep doing our fun. Just even growing up listening to radio and loving it. And I know a lot of people can say that and it's true, but I just couldn't wrap my head around me being the person that I thought the other people I listened to were in my eyes. Oh yeah. Like Dwayne Dancer and mm-hmm. Scott West. Like I those were that's me. Right. Like when we were pretend to be on the radio, me and my buddy, I was either Scott West or Dwayne Dancer. And now, you know, just doing the same thing. I never thought that that was possible because this format didn't exist when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And just to see you guys, the foundation you laid on the outside looking in for a long time. It's kind of when I'm at the bone and kind of looking in the studio at you guys, <laughs> seeing how much fun you're having, just wishing I could be a part of it. And now being here, it's just, it's wild to even imagine that for me, it's going on 18 years. And that's, that seems ridiculous. Right. But now yours, I can't even imagine. A, and yours is yours. a misleading 18 years because that you, you've, Worked alongside us and in the same company since, what, 90s? The beginning. The, whenever you guys got here, I was already here. I, I started in 93. 93 yeah. at Susquehanna. Hey, yes. Doing what? I was a board op at KLIF. God, crazy. Part-time. Mm-hmm. July 19th, 1993 is my official hire date. Is it really? Yeah. That's amazing. Did you work on Norm's show? No, not no, any type no, of full-time. No, no, I would have no. to fill in if someone was late because i worked overnights and i didn't fill in until they got there so i had a couple of run-ins with norm but it's really amazing to me that you guys both of you and and other guys that are up here that have been here since the beginning or previously with that with one station yeah which obviously i've not been which is (laughs) i guess unusual i had no plans to be in radio long term Uh, this is something i just kind of fell into and uh and loved it appreciated it i mean it's i didn't realize that this sort of staying in one job for this long is so rare and to have a show with the two other guys we got moved to mornings i think in 96 it was i think that's right maybe it was 95 i think it was 95 maybe in october of 95 yeah and to have the same show with the same three people for a long time that is also 
apparently pretty rare too. Yeah. Cause it's hard to, I mean, because uh, a work marriage is just like a real marriage, you know? I mean, you have personalities involved and you have to be able to get along and, and to forgive each other your shortcomings and to appreciate each other's strengths. Uh, the, those things are important. The same importance that it has in a marriage, it has in, in a work marriage. And I really feel like we're all, we're lucky to get thrown together because we were kind of just thrown together. Those two got to select each other. But then when they moved to mornings, I got moved in with them. Because you were doing, I was doing, both, uh, Musers and Hardline. And Hardline. And, and in a lot of ways, mainly more Hardline. Okay. I did more bits with them than I did with the Musers because the Musers were a little bit, uh, the same as they are now is, is, you know, you listen to it and it's a very tight sounding show. I mean, George and Craig are so good at, at just keeping that show moving and, yeah. and the hard line had more open space and more wild assness to it back then. And, uh, probably even more insane now. And so I was doing more bits for them. But when they got moved to mornings, the program director at the time said, you know, you guys really need like this, uh, you know, someone, uh, a third person there to be doing comedy and these characters, characters we think would work well in morning drive radio. And so we want Gordon to go with you. And, and I so wonder what their thought was at the very beginning. Well, they had worked with you, so I'm pretty sure they yeah, were like, okay, they're so easy going that they're, they're, they're willing to right. try anything. But I do want to like, man, is this, is this going to work? Yeah. I, I and mean, then 30 years later, you're still here. They've never expressed it to me. So I don't know if this is, uh, if it's true or not. Uh, but I certainly see it would be possible that they would have some trepidation. I mean, they have a thing that works and it's like, you're going to put us with a third guy and we don't know if it's going to work, but, then again, they I've never heard any indication that they were against it or hesitant to do that. That's really wild, man, because as, especially as long as you guys have been together and when you go through this and you get paired with different people, you never know. I mean, sometimes, I mean, obviously Cat now does a phenomenal job and kind of can identify chemistry mm-hmm. and what he thinks will work, but there's no guarantee it's going to. Right. And to work as long as you guys have. I mean, I've been paired with people that it just, for whatever reason, not even off air, just on air did not fit mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. And what's crazy is that there is such a history here of co-hosts getting along. I mean, as many yeah, as forced wild. marriages as there's been here, uh, everyone is like this entire team is pretty freaking easygoing. And everyone that I know of gets along extremely well. And, and we can, all make each other laugh and we all enjoy each other's company. We all still enjoy going on the road together. I know. And that's wild because you can see it even when, okay, someone's out and it's filling in and everyone will ask, okay, who's the easiest person to work with? That's one of the main questions I would get. Yeah. That's everyone. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. not a person that I've worked with that was like, man, which is I, rare. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. Even when, you know, you're trying to make sure that, hey man, it's, it's, you know, you're coming in on our show, so I want to make it as easy on you as possible. But everyone is always welcoming yeah. about any idea you have. Yeah, we can try it. If it doesn't work, we'll laugh at you and just keep on going. And that's I think that's the epitome of the team working together and realizing the one big common goal is to have as much effing fun as you possibly can have in the time that you're on the air. And that's been the, basically the goal probably for 30 damn years. And I think, sorry to jump in, but I just, like, the rare thing to me, because I have been at other stations, and, I, and I've experienced other parts of the country and whatnot, and I think it's interesting because here, at the level of what it is, these guys could have, like, y'all could have the biggest egos of anybody in radio, honestly. 
Because you, you got the market. It's almost like people, walking people in People say that, and it's still so weird to me. No, it is. and, and But it's true, and you guys don't. And that's one of the things that blew me away when I first started doing stuff just part-time in 2009 because I've been in around stations with less acclaim where the egos are almost it, – it can be astronomical at times where you just wonder how do you function with egos like this. And seeing the <laughs> off-the-air clashing that happens in other areas that at this station, of all the stations I would think, we have Marconi's. We could walk – We'll do whatever we want, and it's just – that does not exist. Yeah, I think that's a holdover from when we started. At least for me, it certainly feels that way. From when we started, we were just low man on the totem pole when we started, and we're still at the same job. So in a lot of ways, your mindset is the same as when you started at a place. You know, we were never hired into – to be the big dogs at some other place so you don't come in with a chip on your shoulder. And I think that um, a lot of those people that you're talking about that are kind of journeymen in radio that go from place to place, they always get hired and courted and fluffed to come to a place. Ugh. And uh, and then at some, it feels like a day. I work there. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Well, then at some point they I feel mean, like, well, I was hired to be king, so I, I feel like a king. Well, that's not the feeling that anybody up here seems to have. Everybody up here seems to be like it. I don't know. The station grew organically, and so you still have people with that, the same mentality they had when the whole thing started. At least that's the way I've always experienced with uh, George and Craig, and it feels like we're part of a – we're just one piece of a team of people from mornings to evenings. And, you know, that's when it's weird when we go and we'll do these things of – at events uh, like the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, and people start acting towards you in a way that you don't feel. Like it, it's very odd when someone comes up to you and says, "Man, you guys, thirty men, you legends." Like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> it's such a joke of a radio show. There's no way that, that is le- the legends are are the other people. Yeah. All right, Craig, put out the signal. This was great. We have celebrations all week long. Tomorrow's the official birthday of the ticket, and we'll definitely have some segments about that. And then the party on Friday night, that's going to be incredible. Gordon, thank you, man. Absolutely. got to go finish my exit paperwork. What a great way to start off the new year with the visit from Gordon. That was awesome.